10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Fuel community. My name is Wack Wack Attack, today is February 10th, yeah that's right, and it's happy all time high day, woohoo! Okay, it's, 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 yeah, I'm really happy, I'm really, 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 really happy. So, um, let's get started. I'm not going to talk about the all time high first, because I want to kind of like contextualize that. So in yesterday's episode, we, um, talked about how the SEC was, um, there were rumors going around about how the SEC was uh, starting to clamp down on retail staking in the US and the impact of that was there were signs of it being bullish for Rocket Pool, right? Like there was some good price pumps, there was stuff happening, but we didn't hit an all-time high. So there wasn't that celebration going into yesterday's episode. Um, so let's kind of take a step back and talk about the fallout of what the SEC was saying and what some of the rumors were going around. So here we have this tweet from DB, uh, TA10K. I think he works for Coindesk. He says, Kraken agreed to shut down staking service in SEC settlement from Coindesk. So there's a link to the Coindesk um, and it says that um, Kraken is shutting down this service um, because of SEC action. If we have a quick look, uh, it says the SEC is meeting in the closed door session on Thursday. And Kraken has agreed to shut down its cryptocurrency staking um, operations to settle charges with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission (SEC), according to an industry source briefed on the matter. So, um, yeah, Kraken was shutting down. So, a lot of people thought this was um, a lot of people thought this was the beginning of a, a wider clampdown on um, staking and uh, that coinbase were next and other uh, the services that are offering staking in the us were going to get uh, impacted by this um so once that news came out gary gensler uh, released this video what does stake have to do with our securities laws that's s-t-a-k-e not s-t-e-a-k okay so he's super cringe and i'm sorry that i shared his face with you but he was just talking about um, staking and some of the issues with staking. However, there were like there is there is some point. Um, Man Boson says that um, you know he has a point on his staking disclosing and what exactly happens with funds. So there there are real issues um, with some of the staking services and. Um, you know the disclosure episode especially this disclosure aspect of it especially is um is important but i think there's more nuance that has to go into it and the fact that it's gary gensler is just i just yeah it's not pleasant to watch that video <laughs> so i didn't watch all of it <laughs> anyway so we got this tweet from nefteris he says the commissioner of sec gov dissents from the kraken uh, fx enforcement action fundamental question is whether sec registration would have been possible using enforcement actions to tell people what the law is is an emerging industry is not an efficient or fair way of regulating so hester pierce as you know um is quite pro crypto in a lot of ways and she says today the sec shut down cracking staking program and i count and counter as a win for investors i disagree and therefore dissent so um, there's some highlighted quotes here um, 
fundamental question is whether the SEC registration would have been possible. Crypto-related offerings are not making it through the SEC's registration pipeline. Instead of taking the path of thinking through staking programs and issuing guidance, we again choose to speak through an enforcement action. Um, using enforcement actions to tell people what the law is in the emerging industry is not an efficient way of efficient or fair way of regulating. So you know that's really strong language used by Hester Pierce, um, who um, was dissenting from the SEC's actions and made that public. So that's really cool. Um, Tom Emmer, who's another eminent politician in the US, said to be clear, staking enables more people to participate in building the next generation of the internet. Gary Gensler's regulatory pur purgatory strategy hurts every everyday Americans the most, leaving them in the dust while these opportunities are accessible offshore. So Americans are the ones who are getting hurt, not, um, not um, you know, foreign citizens who can get ahead, basically, by being able to partake in this industry in a way that Americans can't. So we got some more information from me here about the SEC's complaint against Kraken. And it seems like there were some interesting details. It wasn't just straight up, um, you know, staking bad. There was a lot more nuance to it. And the meat um, here, you should read this whole thread. It's really good. Um, gave some good information. He says the SEC's complaint against Kraken, alleging that its staking program is a legal offer and sale of securities is available here. And then it gives the information. And then the meat's giving um, highlights, saying the key argument is in the complaint is that staking service and pooling of staking assets provides for an advantages and increased returns relative to those that customers could achieve on their own which inherently differentiates staking by kraken from staking independently so that already is um, distinguishing staking independently and staking by kraken so you know it might paint one as positive and one as negative and um, me says um, first the service makes staking passive to participants rather than affirmative action taken by them to stake the tokens themselves and then goes to say second pooling tokens with other program participants provides additional advantages not available to the individual including improving the chance of validating a block and earning additional fees this sounds a little bit like the smoothing pool that rocket pool offers so that's going to be interesting to see how that works and then uh, goes on to say, while on-chain staking yields returns determined via software and code, the yields to participants in the staking program, while dependent in part on the software, is ultimately dictated by Kraken and the determinations were opaque. Kraken pays out returns on the set schedule, whereas staking individually does not follow a set schedule. Staking via Kraken was generally liquid and not bound by cool-off or unbounding periods which are applied to on-chain stakers. In fact, not all token deposited into the program was staked. So there's definitely a lot of um, comments that are coming up in this thread that kind of make it um, that um, what um, Kraken was doing was kind of not usual. And then me concludes the thread by saying, in my opinion, the two biggest killers here were the opacity of Kraken's um, process for determining payouts and making payouts on their own schedule, holding back a liquid bucket of tokens, i.e. directing use of the funds themselves. Ultimately, this can prove a sort of provide a sort of roadmap as to what to avoid going forward, along with potential hints that perhaps LSDs uh, may just make it. My inclination is that the SEC is going to go after LSDs. It will be under a theory other than Howie. So the, the Howie test probably doesn't apply to LSDs, which um, this is really, really great, right? I really like this thread by DC Investor that um, was released as well this morning um, after some of the information kind of cooled down. He says, in my opinion, st custodial staking providers should 
one, not promise a fixed APY for variable activity, two, either pay you a fee to use your tokens to stake or ask for a portion of what they earn with them, three, provide on-chain audits of funds activity, including what they are or what they earn via your tokens. I don't agree with Gensler exactly, but as long as US staking providers promise APY or yield, it's kind of a self-own. Turn it into a proper transparent business. Don't try to present it as a bank account or yielding product. Celsius, BlockFi, etc. show the pitfalls. E.g. this uh, screen is a problem for Coinbase and the screenshot saying interest earned, you're earning 4.2% APY. And then VC says um, Ethereum staking rewards should not be interest in my opinion. Uh, anyway, please just fix this stuff, provide the disclosures and so show some good faith before you guys are hit next. It might not be enough, but it'll be something. Um, and then um, uh, Core NFT says point four, be transparent about the fee structure, risks, rewards and security protocol. Always keep your fund safe and secure. And DC Investor says implied in my points, but yeah, so I just thought I'd add those as well. So. The staking environment, you know, the big hit that we got over the last couple of days, it seems like it's not as bad as um, it might have been. And what we what we can see instead is that this is targeted towards a specific actor and not even maybe generalizable to um, all actors. So, yeah. And uh, Whisker said, the problem is people are looking at this and thinking ETH staking, but it was the other instant unlock DPoS coins that Kraken was keeping um, for some of the of for liquidity. So it seems like it's not just ETH staking as well that was being targeted here, but staking in other areas as well. So this is this. Uh, I really feel like the markets kind of understood what was happening, and first of all, there were a couple of things they realized. One that this is not quite easily generalizable. However, uh, centralized systems are going to have to. Um, take precautions to repackage their products if they want to be uh, SEC I don't want to say compliant because there's no regulation in place right like SEC hasn't made given any guidelines but uh, like in in good faith I guess like the way DC said like try to present is good faith and then that might help towards some of the way and the second thing is that um, LSDs are definitely going to be the winners here like uh, Hal Press said in his tweet yesterday and that includes Rocket Pool and others that are sufficiently decentralized. So the market took this information, it digested it, and what did the market decide? Well, the market decided that, actually, let me show you. The, the market decided this. Let me just change the time view. Yeah, the market decided that yesterday we were going to begin the day at um, $40. And, you know, everything was looking kind of good when I was recording, like things were looking good. But then, um, no, actually, yeah, it began the day a little bit around $40. Yeah. And then it just went on a tear all the way up to $56.60. So at one point, I think it had over a 20% um, gain on the day and the ratio was doing wonderful things. So we pumped to all time highs against ETH on the ratio. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And we almost got to a new all time high on the US dollar pair as well against against the US dollar. So um, it was tremendous. Like being watching this happening in real time was absolutely magical. It was so much fun being in trading and just talking to people about it. It was fantastic. So let's talk about what happened. Yesterday afternoon, just after I released the episode, we got a new all-time high on the ratio. 
which was really beautiful to see um and people like here we go and what's what's going on like this is great and i said all-time high yes <laughs> i think yes so like that's what we're waiting for right we've been waiting for a few weeks for a few weeks for uh, a new eth ratio all-time high we got the binance listing day but um you know we've not been near it since basically we've been hovering a good 15 20 percent down from it since then so we've got a new all-time high in the afternoon and then later on um a few hours later we got like it kept pushing up price kept pushing up and it looked like we peaked at around 52 dollars uh, 53 dollars and a ratio of 0 0.34 however that wasn't um that wasn't all of it let me actually take you to the ping server where i was having a lot of fun last night um okay so then um i was i started counting the all-time highs as they were coming in because of course i'm the keeper of the all-time high so we got 0 0.3317 and then um, 20 minutes later, 0 .30, 0 0.3407, and then um, 3.49, and then 3.503, um, 3.552, and then finally at um, around 10 past 8 p.m. Eastern Time, we got all-time high at 0 0.03581. So that's where we peaked, um, and that's what the all-time high ratio is at this moment in time. Um, it was glorious absolutely beautiful and glorious um we just would not stop going and it was it was magical so then what happened during that pump rocket pool reached over one billion dollars as the market cap for the rpl token of course you know we hit over one billion dollars for the total value locked for the protocol if you, like last week but um rpl hit an all-time high and um sorry an all-time high position on coin gecko it hit top 50 um right now we're not quite there we've come down a little bit we're at number 54 now but um it's been amazing like the just how much you know we moved in the last like month um all the way up to 50 50 basically that's where we peaked right around flow and Aave and theater network and frax and tezos and these are very well established um crypto uh projects and you know we're really getting up there now with like the well-known um projects which is amazing um really really wonderful to see like absolutely fantastic it was like really really great so one of the things that happened because of that is you know we pumped so much right um there was very very little liquidity left on uniswap version 3 in fact there was only thirteen thousand and forty-seven um rpl left in liquidity on the upside so a lot of people like myself included were talking about how you know we need more liquidity this is not good because we are going to get into a really bad state one of the really fascinating things that happened was not a single node operator was be below 10 percent 63 of them were um at um 20 percent but look at this the number 492 nodes were above 150 percent so that is absolutely amazing so the 50th percentile was 55 percent collateral 75th percentile was uh, 145% collateral, 99th and 90th and 99th percentiles were 150% collateral. It's just completely skewed all the way up there. So we talked about the griefer a couple of days ago. So the griefer, the exploiter, locked 450 or so nodes for being able to withdraw the RPL and sell. Um, in part, I think this run might be contributing contributed to to that um just give me one second sorry about that 
yeah, so the griefer blocked about 450 nodes from being able to sell release their RPL and sell sell their um, sell their uh, excess RPL right from their nodes. Right now, personally, I have a big chunk of RPL that is inefficient on my nodes, and I can't withdraw it and sell it. Um, so not that I would of course sell it, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just using myself as an example, um, about 20% of my RPL now is, uh, on nodes that is not efficient. So that is like amazing and terrible in a sense, because of course, you know, we want people to have access to their, to their, um, RPL and their, their collateral. But what has happened is that sell pressure that might have been there has been completely removed and people can't sell. So that's one of the reasons why the price was finding so little resistance on the up on the upside because um, as it was being bought up there was just fewer and fewer rpl left on the open market for us to um first for, for us to buy into right for people to sell into so that was um that's one of the reasons i think that was one of the things that was happening and like if you see the total effective staked now has collapsed from over 7 million i think or 8 million even like a while ago down to 5.5 million so there's millions of i think nearly 2 million rpl now that's locked on stakes locked on nodes that can't be unstaked and uh, sold so that will definitely be interesting going into uh, you know the the fix and then that rpl becoming available i'm wondering how much of that will be sold so that's something to keep an eye on for sure Okay, so one of the things that did happen is, you know, we were desperate for liquidity on the upside because prices were just going kind of parabolic. So um, Thomas shared this uh, post saying Marcy's wall is up 100,000 RPL from 0.035 to 0.045. So this was fantastic because we really need that uh, that um, that buffer. Um, I think what would have been great was if we had um, an ETH and uh, RPL wall setup where the range was somewhere from 0.03 to 0.04 maybe however um Masi, i talked to him and i hope you don't mind me making this public um he didn't have eth liquid to set up a wall like that so he he wasn't able to do that so he just set up an rpl single-sided wall which means that as the price goes up into those prices into those amounts then he will be selling off 100 000 rpl tokens um so looking for owl says why don't you want us to pump i think honestly that if we did that not having that wall would have been way unhealthier than having that wall d2 says class act that marceau um thomas says i didn't even do it and um joe says marceau in particular has good reason to make a wall that is a classy way of doing it to be honest and i totally agree with that and i think like this was done in a really smart way and the, thomas says marceau put off this wall i think it's a win for us and a win for him it's a win-win for everyone um so yeah that was that was really really great that you know that we have that wall now however we currently are outside of that wall so that is not ideal but um once we you know climb up on the ratio again to get close to the all-time high then we'll have a little bit more resistance in climbing which i think is really important to have so yeah okay so this is what the wall is looking like right now so as you can see you know we have quite thin liquidity on the downside um it's not going to crash completely but um the there's limited amounts that you know we can rpl that can be bought on the downside uh, on the upside however uh, sorry sold rpl sold on the downside however on the upside we've got some really um we've got a really nice wall there now that can definitely buffer us into the next few months 
I honestly think that you know we'll eat through this in going into um, Atlas. Um, I think, yeah, I'm not gonna. It's not financial advice, obviously, but I think we will eat through this wall going into Atlas and the period around it, and that's going to be extremely wonderful for all of us. So, yeah, I'm really happy to see that, um, and that we can get a good idea now of what liquidity looks like. So, Rocket Scan um, shared this. It says 100,000 RPL, um, 5.5 million in liquidity. Added to the R uh, ETH RPL 0.3% Uniswap version 3 pool. The range is 0.35 to 0.45. And then you can see what it looks like. So, you know, on the downside, we've got this smooth but not much um, ETH uh, liquidity. It's about um, 1,200, 1,300 liquidity in total. Yeah, 1,241. On the upside, now we have 107,000 eat liquidity which is which what we need hopefully like going into this bullish period because um it's it's so important that we go up organically right and this will help us do that so as i said i am the keeper of the all-time high um vaka did this really really cool thing where he made a bot uh, so it's it's all-time high bot so it's new all-time high um and then there's a number so basically what i do is i put in a command um slash ath and then I put in the price of what the all-time high is. And then whenever someone calls the all-time high bot, then they um then it will um it will give this number. It will give this number. And since I'm the keeper of it, um I think Sh Shifrin tried to activate the bot and it didn't work because Shifrin's not the keeper of the bot, right? I'm the keeper of the bot. So um Vaka, thank you so much for making that. I said I love you. I love you. It's such a cool bot. I think we're gonna have so much fun as a community working with this bot. My only idea is whether we should add um, a price for US dollar in there. I'm not sure. Maybe I can. We can talk about it and figure it out. At the moment, you know, the the canonical all-time high is um, fifty-nine dollars and something cents. I think like fifty or sixty cents. Um, whether we're gonna start adding that to it or not, I'm not sure. But that might be interesting to see as well. But um, see if we can do that because I think that will give everyone a nice idea of where we stand. But um, yeah, all-time high days are the best days. So happy all-time high days to all of you. Um, it's a really, really good day and I'm really happy. So yeah. <laughs> so it was octopus party. So one of the other things that was happening here is um, this is the RPL versus Lido chart. So as you can see, you know, like in um, 2021, you know, it was really dark time for RPL. We were really low on the ratio. And then going into 2022, we've had a few really bullish periods against Lido. Um, one of them kind of coincided with the issues Lido was having with um, with uh, 3AC and like the collapse of the the their peg. Uh, that's when we kind of hit our all-time high ratio against Lido. And then it's kind of been an oscillator where it goes up and down and up and down. And But now I really feel like this, this trend that's happening right now is in a slightly more sustained way. Uh, in January, Lido kind of moved up faster than us. But we're definitely catching up and taking up from that now. I wouldn't be surprised if we're putting in new all-time highs against Lido in the next two months. Um, in fact, I think we're going to go above that all-time high and strongly exceed it. But of course, as always, this is not financial advice. Um, please do your own research. Uh, this is just my speculation. Um, I'm not intending for you to trade on that. <laughs> okay, so moving on now. Um, yesterday, there was a chit-chat. And... Um, in the chit chat, um, a few community members were talking about how um, you will basically be getting 
um, 14% commission instead of 15% commission on LEB8s. However, you will be getting 14% commission on a lot more ETH from the protocol than um, you are right now. So, okay, right now, the way we stand is if you put in 16 ETH of your own, that's node operator ETH, you are getting 16 ETH from the protocol. And on that 16 ETH, you are getting 15% um, commission. However, with LEB8s, Jasper says no one is pricing in that LEB8s with Rocket Pool is an effective 42% commission for node operators without hurting our ETH holders. In fact, not only does it not hurt our ETH holders, it's actually better for our ETH holders because it will bring down their overall commission. This is insufficiently bullish soon and he tags Ken Smith in there. And Ken says it's literally been sitting right in front of our eyes the whole time and no one has picked up on it. That's not quite true because Valdorf has been talking about that quite a lot. He says we're making our way into the light. The process is slow and bumpy. And then people like, you know, this conversation goes on. This really is applicable for people who already have the RPL. If you are a person who does not have RPL and you are going to have to swap some of your ETH into RPL in order to start LEB8s, your commission are, your overall um, um, increase in, in commission is going to be around 10%, I think 9%, something like that. However, if you have RPL and you're converting your LEB, uh, sorry, mini pool 16s into LEB8s, your commission is going to be absolutely beautiful to see. Like it's going to be tremendous. Um, and we, we really haven't crunched the numbers yet, but once those numbers get crunched and like people start seeing just how much their rewards are going to go up, I think it's going to be really magical. They're really, really, really magical. So I'm here for that. Like I'm totally excited to get more um, rewards and I think it's going to be good for everyone. So good stuff. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> Last night, you know, once, you know, we'd already hit the all-time high, the price is kind of like slowly trending downwards. Joe says, all right, guys, now that things have calmed down a bit, I have an update. So, you remember a while back I said in Atlas, we have a fancy new setup that allows, that, sorry, a new setup thanks to Kane, that we can just like get a snapshot of the entire state of Rocket Pool really fast and use that for tree gen and whatnot. Well, one of the side effects of Atlas is that the chain doesn't record the network's total effective RPL stake anymore. It doesn't need to. Good. That means no more can, can't stake, deposit, network not in consensus. Bad. That means you don't know your expected monthly rewards unless you calculate it off-chain. So, I'm changing the way Node works. It says instead of spam querying the ELBN for stuff every time, um, execution layer, um, it wants to do its duties and report out report to Grafana. It's just going to get this snapshot once each round to do literally everything from that snapshot instead. This should noticeably low CPU load and boost attestation performance for people with a lot of mini pools and or low power machines read the Proteus. It also means Node can use the latest finalized block instead of the head of the chain. So if, God forbid, we ever hit non-finality, it will actually continue to his, do his job gracefully as if nothing happened. So, yeah, that was like a really, really, really great development about how rewards will be calculated and how the system is gathering all that information. Um, it's really exciting to see that that's, that's working that way. Um, another thing that came out in the chit chat yesterday that was happening around all-time high prices you know once things get exciting people like to jump into a chit chat and just kind of talk um is kane 
um, dropped a little bit of bread. I don't have a link to this because it wasn't recorded, obviously, that um, the consensus um, audit came back and there were no major bugs. So I really, f and people were talking a little bit more confidently about Atlas coming out before Shanghai, which I have iterated over and over and over again, would be hugely, massively bullish for Rocket Pool. And like, in all honesty, um, I think it's kind of vital for Rocket Pool to like really hit uh, the post Shanghai period in a massive, like thriving way. Um, yeah, I'm really happy to see all these things happening. Like the team is doing like really, really great work, and I'm extremely excited about all of it. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Next, another beautiful thing that's happening is yesterday I shared a tweet by Mark Zeller talking about how um, our ETH should be added to Aave soon. You know, once it goes through governance. Well, the governance vote is taking place right now. As you can see on the top right of the screen, um, 336,783 Aave governance votes have voted yes for including our ETH, and then zero votes voted no for our ETH. So this is extremely exciting um, that, you know, um, the, RPL, uh, the our ETH token will be added to Aave, which will allow lending and stuff. And with the e-mode stuff, you know, it's going to be really 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 cool like it's going to be yeah this is this is what's going to drive rpl uh, sorry uh, our eth and rocket pool into like the big boys because um we'll be able to absorb so much more um so much more uh, our eth from the market our tvl is going to explode um our eth token will become a top 50 staking token uh stop sorry a top 50 token by market cap and I can't even imagine what it's going to do to the RPL price. So not financial advice. <laughs> okay, yesterday we also had this um, uh, Twitter space that took place uh, with um, Vespa Finance and Rocket Pool. Um, I should say that sadly not many of us were listening to the space because it was happening at the same time that price action was doing beautiful, wonderful things. So um, thankfully I had Trevor N who um, did really great work in kind of getting that summarized for me and um, gave a little update of what happened. So he said, um, wait, let me, let me see. Um, sorry, let me, let me get to the right piece of information so I can tell you all what, what happened in that call. Um, was it Trevor? Yeah, Trevor. So he says, Vespa offers an algorithmic DeFi lending strategy in the form of Vespa Grow Pools. They have VSP tokens for governance and rewards from providing liquidity. Maverick was on the call. The highlight of the call was between 18 minutes and about 23 minutes. Um, Vespa Finance's Green Jeff's explanation of Vespa and how they're integrating our ETH. So it's our long discussion from uh, Vespa and Maverick from Rocket Pool. Um, yeah, give that a listen. Um, sadly, I think uh, the numbers of listeners were slightly lower than what might have been if RPL wasn't doing the things RPL was doing. So yeah, that's that's really great. Um, <laughs> next, we've got a little bit of a tease for something that's going to be happening at the Rocket Pool booth in Denver. Um, so this is an idea that's kind of come up a few times before about something special at the booth. So it says power the Ethereum network with Rocket Pool. Um, LCD or projected image of iPad screencast for the audience to view and cheer along. Um, Rocket Pool or ETH logo photo uh, back screen. Uh, start with a new rider. iPad that connects to EcoFlow to show power generation usage. 
flip to pop dispenser for the rider flip to grafana dashboard to see the attestation switch rider so basically the idea is that a bicycle will be hooked up to a power generator the people will come sit on the bicycle uh, power the generator which will then power the eco flow which will then power an orange proteus node um, and will attest on on uh, a node right like you have a node there attesting away because of bicycle power now bicycle power normally produces around 60 to 70 watts uh, of power the proteus uses less than 10 watts so um, a minute of uh, cycling uh, will give us maybe five or six minutes of power so we'll definitely be able to keep the eco flow fully charged up and people will be taking turns on the bicycle charging it up and running the proteus so it can it can power ethereum which is absolutely wonderful that this is happening i think it's going to be a huge draw it's going to be really exciting and i'm going to definitely ride that bike um so yeah people are really excited about that i think uh, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be really fun and um there's a sneaky bike offer there and um mighty m says our rocket pool booth set up at ETH denver and ken says something like that so it's really exciting to see that um I think that booth is going to be so much fun and like I've said over and over again I'm probably going to spend like my whole weekend just hanging out that booth and talking to everyone who's coming along and like wants to talk okay so next we have this interesting thing that says just in rocket pools uh, RPL rocket pool is one of the most used smart contracts among top 500 ETH whales in the last 24 hours and then you can have a look at the top 500 whales and hold BBW to see oh no that's fine um so I think this is really interesting that um, more whales are interacting with the rocket pool contracts. Um, I'm not sure what it means basically going forward, but I'm hoping that more and more of them are um, either staking with rocket pool or um, swapping their ETH for our ETH. That would be really cool too. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with that, but definitely one to look out for. Um, Anthony Sasano of the Daily Gui got his Proteus. This is my Proteus device from Joe. Um, got, just got delivered this bad boy contains a rock 5b board that is ready to run solo ethereum validators and rocket pool mini pools you don't need powerful hardware to stake eth you can do it from tiny boxes like this so he's literally holding it in his hand and it's like like this big it's like it's like the size of a big sandwich basically <laughs> it's amazing like it's really really great um the proteus like it's a device that i've been championing from from day one um and i absolutely love what joe is doing with this and i love that so many cool people are getting it now and starting to use it um yeah uh it's really good um and yeah people are saying like it's not the hardware that's the problem it's the financial burden and then uh, Susanna replies by saying um, LEB 8 are coming and it's going to make it even easier. And of course, hopefully by the end of the year, we'll have LEB 4s, which I am super excited about. Um, I'm starting to come around to the school of thought that maybe we shouldn't go to LEB 2s. However, I'm still yet to be fully convinced because LEB 2s are kind of like the dream for me. But um, I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be really, really wonderful that uh, so many people are going to be staking on Proti, Proti I. Uh, and then using um, LEBs um, to really like make accessible to even more people. Okay, next we have this raffle from uh, Patricio. Um, if you click on the raffle, I hope it loads. Please load page. I should have opened it beforehand. Um, Patricio just dropped the link in trading. Um, so if we have a look at the raffle, okay, it's not loaded yet. Oh, here it goes. So it says Poap loves checks. So what's the raffle? It says to celebrate the launch of Poap checkout. And everyone who's participated in helping us test the product, we're raffling off 
checks number one thousand no thirteen thousand five hundred thirty-nine. If you've stopped by the pop booth or had fun with checkout lately, you've got a nice shot at this lovely check. So what is a check? Excuse me, a check is an NFT. This particular NFT check, um, number 13,539, 13, it last sold for just under 3 ETH, 2.75 ETH, I think. So that is, you know, a very valuable price, um, about four, $3,000, $4,000 in current, in current value. Or if you want to think in RPL terms, like um, over 200, no, not over 200 RPL. How many RPL is that now? About 100 RPL. Wow. That's really great. <laughs> okay, like um, the price of Rocket Blues has been doing wonderful things. <laughs> so there's eligible eligible pops. So if you've got the Mage Moon Main not um, Ethereum Main Merge supporter uh, pop, the um, Coinbase announces the Rocket Pool token, um, Toy Drive, uh, Sam Bankman arrested, um, Anthony Sasano, welcome to the Ordal. Um, there's a bunch of rocket pool ones then there's more as well the the rpl binance listing uh hudson sets up a rocket pool node a rocket pool hits 2000 node contributors and then there's an ens one and there's blockathon and then a bunch of them for um visiting uh booths uh port booths and um yeah so currently there are 815 tickets have been submitted of those i have eight eight of those tickets so i'm I've got a chance of basically one in a hundred. <laughs> so, yay. But um, there's going to be one happy person who's going to win this raffle. And um, it's nice that Poop are kind of giving back to um, to people for um, for um, taking part in a Poop checkout. So that's wonderful. Thanks, Patricia, for doing that. Okay, and the last thing I want to finish this episode on is something that I'm so happy that we've got here today. Um, this was developed by um lucille burhuk i need to learn how to pronounce that because i'm so happy with this person um basically um actually let me take a step back so if you go to um trading and under trading there is of course you know the the rocket fuel um thread that people like kind of talk about rocket fuel that's where the discussions happen but we've taken away discussion from rocket fuel um, sorry, submissions from the Rocket Fuel thread and made a new thread called Rocket Fuel Submissions. So if you want a sneak peek of what's going to be in the next episode, this is the place for you to check, check, stop by and have a look. It basically condenses um, the best of um, trading and um, Rocket Pool and puts it in here. So um, this is, you know, rplmaxi.eth um, has uh, made, this, made this thread. So let me take another step back now. So if you go into this thread if you go right into the beginning um actually if you go into the rocket fuel thread and go uh here uh, a few weeks ago um i made a post about how you know i need help and how i'm willing to give people money for um contributing to rocket fuel um and for helping me find links and i'm going to set prizes and the prizes are going to be like really valuable uh, worth you know hundreds of dollars so in that time since then um, we needed a way to figure out who to give the prizes to, right? So we realized that as people were submitting links to the submission thread, um, I was using some links and not using some links. So we came up with a system where every time I used the link in the in the episode, I would react with a whack emoji. Um, and then, you know, we'd gather a list of who had submitted how much. And um, 
then they'd get um they'd get rewarded for that basically so um yeah so what happened is we got this um uh, leaderboard that got made um and here it says wax rocket fuel um, featured leaderboard february 23 and it's got a list of the 33 people who have submitted links that have been featured in an episode uh, sneaky ninja guys had 15 links featured in an episode jasper the friendly ghost has had 11 and then um lucian burhuk has had 10 shifrin 7 kevster 6 object object 5 um vaka 5 um trevor n5 mao 3 dondo 4 good job dondo you're getting a shout out in the episode fornax 4 and then basically mighty m who makes up the top 20 has had one link so what's going to happen um i actually put this in the rocket fuel thread today is that i want to change now that the leaderboard is here which is absolutely amazing that you know this is going to require so much work so um this is absolutely fantastic like i'm really proud of this um it's going to make things so great uh, for the raffle um i made a post today in in the rocket fuel thread saying um i want to make i've yeah so i said so i'm showing this really cool thing during rocket fuel today which is what i'm talking about right now about leaderboard for submissions uh, but i think i said i think i want to change the prizes again so what i've seen here is that um you know the top three prizes um the top three submitters have submitted a lot more than the longer tail of submitters right you know sneaky jasper and um, lucille lynn um, have got you know 15 11 and 10 links which is absolutely fantastic so i thought that what i do instead i would make an automatic prize for the top three people so if you are one of the top three submitters you get an automatic prize of 100 dollars, and then for the people number three sorry from number four to number 20 which is 17 people there would be five prizes of 100 dollars. so they their odds now are slightly less because you know the top three prizes are going to the top three contributors but i feel like the top three contributors should be rewarded slightly better basically have a higher chance of winning than um than the, the rest of them um so the comment i made was you know um if you what do you think about this do you agree with this or disagree with this um if you disagree then please explain why and you know we had object object and uh, trevor and both agreed with this um so yeah um object says it seems fair but everyone in the top 20 who hasn't won should have a chance for the two everyone else prizes too so this was the point i was going to make basically make the last raffle open to everyone but ignores winners who have already received a prize and that is absolutely right and absolutely correct and i totally agree with that so the way that it will work will be the top three people will automatically get prizes the next 17 will be open in a special raffle which will give them access to one of five prizes and then the final two prizes of 100 each so 200 in total will be open for everyone who submitted so right now there have been 35 33 submissions um the odds of getting a prize are really really good so i really honestly feel like it's in everyone's best interest to contribute to this because you're going to be getting a hundred dollars maybe for you know if you submit three links or basically four links right now it looks like you'll get into the top 20 and i think that's a really good place to be for um getting getting a prize so thank you everyone who has submitted links um i um we're gonna share this in in um in the in the channel and maybe um 
maybe Vaka, if you make a bot for a leaderboard, then it can just show this show this uh, spreadsheet. I think that would be really fantastic because uh, that way everyone can see where they stand, and I think um, I think that would be really good. So please give me feedback about the voting process for the contributors. Uh, sorry, the raffle process for the contributors and how the prizes are allocated. I made you know a, um, a decision to give one thousand dollars in prizes every month. Um, that might change going up and down um, depending on how things go over the next few months but i'm pretty sure that i don't want the value of the price to go down um, as rpl price goes up and if my grant becomes more valuable then i'd like to share a bigger share of that with the people who make rocket fuel possible now um and yeah like that would be amazing one of the other things is um everyone who contributes will get the pop so um you know i'm really i'm really happy that you guys will get those pull-ups so um we'll we'll make it happen we'll make it work i think it's gonna be really good for everyone but um i just want to give a shout out to all of the 33 people on this list uh rocket fuel right now honestly i don't think would be possible without all of you all's help and um it's so touching to me that you know there's all these people stepping up and helping and doing really really cool things um without you know the promise of any uh, financial remuneration or anything like that um i know that it's it's nice incentive but i think a whole bunch of these people would be helping out even if there wasn't a financial incentive involved so thank you all from the bottom of my heart like truly i honestly truly mean this that rocket fuel would not be possible if it wasn't for all of you all contributing and helping because um the job has just gotten way too big for me recently um there's just too much happening in the community and i literally was drowning in content but now like this has given me a really great um uh, life raft and uh, the rewards that i get for making rocket fuel i want to share with all of you all so thank you so much to everyone who's, who contributes everyone who watches everyone who um like is just so supportive of rocket fuel um you truly um bring me so much joy i swear i was like beaming today when um when this spreadsheet was shared with me and i would like understood what was going on with it it was it was wonderful so thank you so much for everyone and um I'll, i hope you all have a great weekend here's hoping we see new all-time highs this weekend i don't think we will i think it might be another few days maybe another few weeks before we break up to another level i hope but um yeah i'm, I'm just so happy right now so thank you everyone um i hope you all have a wonderful weekend and i will see you all on monday bye